Jordana's vocals leap from your speakers with a bluesy soul that would surely make her influences like Etta James, Sam Cooke, and SZA very, very proud. Her debut EP is called Sweet Tooth, and it's made her a favorite of some of Chicago's harshest critics. Her latest single, Yo Quiero Vosé, has gotten even more notice, and the festival she puts on, Candyland Chicago, will be here before you know it. Jordana joins me in the studio, and I'm so glad. Welcome. Thank you. Oh, it is truly an honor, a pleasure, a delight to be here. started your creative journey as a dancer. I did. Tell me about your family. Did you come from a creative family that supported this sort of thing? Interesting. So raised by a single mother who was also raised by a single mother. Mm -hmm. Um, So my grandmother was a ballet dancer who then became a ballet teacher. So my mom was also a ballet dancer. And then naturally they raised us as ballet dancers. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were definitely very supportive of that. Although knowing that there's definitely no financial stability in being a dancer or any kind of artist. So it's definitely still um, a conversation, I would say, an argument today about (laughs) me pursuing a music career. But there's an understanding. You know, my mom definitely understands that um, if if you're born with a creative brain, there's really no plan B. There's no other option. You know, this is my path. I can't work in a space that's not creative, artistic, where I get to produce um, creative material. So, yeah, this is the only route I'm taking. When did you decide and how did you decide that instead of just using your body to express yourself, that your voice had a role to play? A lot of the transition from dance to music um, was a puberty and I got thicker and stayed shorter. Oh my God. Are you me? Are are you me from like 20 years ago? (laughs) Right. But at the time you feel so alone and you're like, well, nobody else is like me. And so I think Music is um, a great tool in uniting people on that front, um, which I'm honored to do. And it's a pleasure to listen to people doing that as well. Um, But so, A, my body, and B, I've always experienced a lot of darkness, feeling misunderstood and anger that I wasn't specifically able to express through ballet. I was, Mm -hmm. you know... Ballets very much follow these rules. You're only good if you can follow these rules, do these exact things very precisely. So it was very natural for me to move into music, um, which allowed me to say exactly what I wanted and express like the darkness and anger I was feeling um, directly and both indirectly. I was writing a lot of songs about um, being cheated on, even though I was 14 and never had a relationship (laughs) or just being heartbroken and like um, laying in bed in the dark and feeling so lonely. Like I was writing these songs without ever really, you know, experience abandonment in a romantic sense, although I was raised by a single mother. So it was really natural to transition from dance to music in that I I needed to express myself in um, an artistic way. Your 
listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio, singer-songwriter Jordana is here. Adult you uh, <laughs> is expressing herself in, in, in a lot of different ways. I like to call music like yours party with a purpose. Ooh, okay. Like we're like all having that. a good time. We're all dancing, but we're also like learning about ourselves. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about what you're telling us about us, but also what you're telling us about you. Oh, my gosh. I love this. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. Party with a purpose. So the music I'm making, I really want people to feel like they're in control of the narrative. My music is kind of sexual. I would say definitely sexual, but all coming from the place of, well, this is my story. and I'm telling it my way and, and um, I'm not letting somebody else write like my sexual or romantic narrative for mm -hmm. me and I'm making that sexy and vibey and dancey and, and I write my music in a way that I'm hoping people move even if they're alone in their bedrooms mm -hmm. listening to music you know moving your body and and hearing these words you know I just want people to feel like this music was made for you to feel good about yourself and to feel uh in charge and in power of your own body I read uh, a piece on you where you talked about the, the, the brand of feminism that you identify with, where you said that uh, you eventually realized that being a, a, a strong woman, quote unquote, strong woman and being a quote unquote, sexual woman did not have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah. How did you get to that realization? Because lots of people still have not gotten there. Yeah. And how did it affect your songwriting? Yeah. Well, it, it's so complicated because... Feminism is sold very one-sided, um, strong, independent woman. Yeah. And again, being raised by a single mother, and I'm not trying to capitalize on that. So many people are raised by a single mother. Yeah. But, you know, strong, independent woman. I was like, okay, great. So I don't need love. I don't want to be sexualized. I don't want to identify that way because I'm strong and mm -hmm. independent and I don't need anybody else. Um, but that is not realistic. And that's not what feminism is. Feminism should be uniting us all to come together um, and be strong together and lift each other up in a way that does make us feel sexy because sexy is such sexuality is such a part of the human experience. And and we should indulge in love and romance and sexualization as long as it's on our own terms. Yeah. And there's so much power in being a vulnerable woman um, and letting people into our lives and letting people into our lives and our sexuality um, and romance on our own terms is a way to unite people and teach people about uh, our differences, you know? And art is a great way to do that as well. Good looking sweet sugar, won't you come over? I'ma give you all away just to see if you'll stay, baby. Vocalo, I'm Jill Hopkins. Jordana is sitting across from me. Back in my day, when uh, I learned that feminist theory that you can be strong and also sexual from uh, what we called riot girls. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's something that you and I have in common is that rock music and soul and blues yeah. and R&B share like equal 
time in our hearts. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. So I, I want to go back to the point about music with a message built in. What did punk rock, what did what did rock music say to you that made you want to stand up and listen? And and how was that? How did you make the pivot from that kind of music yeah. to kind of the soulful sounds that you make today? Yeah. Um, so interesting. I'm so glad that you said that all of those different genres hold a special place yeah. in your heart. Um, because I think especially being part of the music community in Chicago, there tend to be a lot of boundaries between here's the hip-hop community, here's the rock community, here's the punk community, etc. Yeah. So when I was younger, one of my favorite artists, well, two of my favorite artists, one, Janis Joplin, who was somebody who um, was a rock and roll blues icon, but felt so much tragedy and pain, yeah. especially in romance. In such a short amount of time. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and so exactly similarly, Amy Winehouse is yeah. a huge yeah. influence. Again, such a short amount of time, um, and at such a young age sharing such um, tragedy and romance and yet those are both um, really strong women who represented feminism in both being strong and sexual and being in control of their own bodies. Mm -hmm. um, but then when I got into Riot Girls, which was when I first moved to Chicago um, and was really looking for a purpose in music at that time, um, I felt I was experiencing a lot of misogyny in the music scene and I was looking for somebody to be talking about it, which is when I discovered Bikini Kill and Sleater Kinney and yeah. all, all these iconic Riot Girl bands talking about feminism point blank yeah. and defying the rules and um, girls to the front. Like I was really into all of that. I still am into that, although I felt my biggest issue with the rag girl scene was that I felt that it was really whitewashed. Yeah. And it, it is. It absolutely is. <laughs> it absolutely yeah. is. Um, and the, I was in a punk band for a moment, and we were always trying to include women of color, um, which unfortunately was hard. <laughs> Although that doesn't mean there's not women of color making rag girl music. Um, but so when my rag girl journey ended, it was because I have a really hard time separating myself and my personal life from my artistry, which I like about myself as a musician, mm -hmm. but I was becoming a very dark and angry person in my own life. Um, I was not treating myself well or treating the people around me very well because I was getting on stage a couple nights a week and screaming about how angry I was yeah. and how and how annoying the system is and yeah. how speaking of no off switch sometimes it's it's hard to leave it on the stage. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so irritating every night getting on stage talking about how angry I am and yet this venue is still being run by all white men. My sound guy is a white man and punk music is very important and I do see changes happening, but it was not healthy for me to keep doing that. And Luckily, as I let myself be vulnerable and like forgiving myself that, you know, like you can't change the world. Like the whole world is not just sitting on my shoulders, you yeah. know. And um, that's kind of when I realized that that feminism is like relying on each other and coming together to make a change. Um, and so I started making this music that was back to my roots, like my Janis Joplin, Amy Winehouse roots of blues and a little bit of R&B in there. And just admitting what I've been feeling the whole time. Like, I, when I was making punk music, I wasn't admitting that I was in love. I was in a relationship at the time, and I didn't want to talk about it because I thought that made me weak. Mm -hmm. I thought, like, oh, I'm in a relationship. I'm in love. Like, I can't wait to see this person. That's embarrassing. That's not strong, independent woman. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about that. But 
when that ban ended, I realized I need to talk about this. This is part of feminism. This is part of being a strong, independent woman is love mm-hmm. and loving somebody and being in a relationship. Um, and that's where that this sexy kind of jazzy music came in. Let's go on so you can tell me what you want to do. I'm Jill Hopkins. You're listening to Vocalo. Her debut EP is called Sweet Tooth, and she's right here. It's Jordana. I want to talk about uh, your live performances. Okay. You bring it all on the stage, and it's so entertaining. Uh, what impression are you hoping to leave with folks who come and see your live show? Yeah, um... I have a true, genuine love for bringing people together. I love making people feel stronger. I want people to feel confident, like they can do anything. My favorite thing after a show is when a woman comes up to me and says, you make me want to play guitar. You make me want to learn an instrument. That is what I love that. I'm like, yes, you know, build you up. Whatever you is, like, do more of that. (laughs) Do more of you. Um, So... I try to make people feel comfortable in themselves and the people around them. I try to create a community, whether it's I'm passing roses out and people are looking at each other like, oh, my God, she just gave me a rose. Like, Did you get a rose? Do you want my rose? All the time I'll say people I'll see people give the rose I gave them to somebody next to them. And I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. Like make these connections come together because at the end of the day, Art is so universal and the one language that we can all share. So I just want to be bringing people together at my shows. Let's get some information out to the people. GiordanoMusic.com is the one-stop shop. But if you are a social media person, you can follow Jordana at Jordana Chicago on Twitter and Instagram. And CandylandChicago.com is where you can go for more Mm -hmm. info about the festival. Thank you so much. You are delightful. You are delightful. It's (laughs) truly been an honor to talk with you. Thank you so much. Come on, let me get in.